tell me, though, what's his technique? That last strike, it seems invincible. Hello and welcome to Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Ironfist podcast. My name is Connor McKenna. And I'm Carl Stout. And today is a special day, a day that makes me very happy. Do you know why, Carl? Hmm, could it be the cover artist? Or maybe it's the fact that we're covering a book from the 70s. That makes me happy. Some old school, good old school comics that take me more than five minutes to read. It's fantastic. <laughs> like, if I bought this comic, right, and it was a monthly release or a, a bi-weekly release, I would feel like, I buy this comic, I got my money's worth, it'd be cheaper than what it is today, and I could go back during that period of time and look at the art, and look at all the backgrounds drawn and stuff. Now it's all just... <sighs> hmm... I miss being Splash young. Splash pages. Yes. <laughs> no dialogue. You, you are young, you jerk. Remember what we talked about just before this episode, Carl? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. Mm. But uh, yeah, we are covering uh, Marvel 2 and 1, uh, <coughs> The Thing and Iron Fist. This is an issue that Carl wanted to cover for a while, and we're finally doing it because there's no new issue out for once. Uh, you know, we're... Yeah, I'm, I'm happy to cover this. And so let's... But before we get into this issue, I know there's news and stuff that we want to talk about, so I'll let you kick that off, if you don't mind. Me kick it off. Oh, well, you were saying something about Defenders, right? Yeah, unfortunately, in an interview with Christine Ritter, and, uh, and on a side note, Never, never, ever, ever Google Christine Ritter's feet. Uh-uh. Why were you uh-uh. giggling her feet? I saw a picture of her, and I'm like, huh, that looks kind of weird. <laughs> so to investigate further, I went up to the top of the page and put Christine Ritter's feet, and... <clears throat> There's a reason why she's wearing them boots all the time. Alright, Carl. You're so innocent. It's like a thing from another planet, they look like. Wow. Apologies to any people with foot defamations that we've grievously offended. Okay, well, I'll I'll take you out on that, and I'm not Google her feet. She could phone home, let's just put it that way. Okay, well, away from the feet thing, and back to the defenders thing... She mentioned in the interview that, unfortunately, she does not... She would love to do a Defenders 2. She had a blast doing it, had fun working with everyone on it. But there has been not even a mention of a second one. So she doesn't think it's ever going to happen. I mean, they've probably figured that uh, it's just better off and cheaper to do a bunch of individual shows, right? I would think so. Plus, from what we've seen with some sneak peeks and stuff, it looks like they're all guesting in each other's single runs. So yeah, if they want crossovers, they can do it. 
And and honestly, this way we get crossovers that make more sense. Because I'll say it again, like I did in the Fenton's episode. For me, Jessica Jones was always just felt really out of place in the Defenders mm-hmm. in terms of why she was there and stuff. She just felt she didn't bring anything to the table. That the, like if she found out all this stuff before the others, but they all found out before her, even though she's the investigator. So, but and she's just like a not as good at Luke as Luke Cage at what she does, if you know what I mean. Like uh-huh. she's supposed to be the tanky, but Luke Cage, you know, hits harder and takes bigger hits. So, and I think I I, I don't blame her for that. I blame the way they went about the defenders, because as we all know, it was kind of flawed. And just choosing the hand as bad guys, which really restricted the plot to revolve around Matt and Iron Fist as opposed to the others. But now we can have crossovers that make more sense. We can have a, a Luke Cage and Danny story. You know, like we can have that without making a Defenders show. Or we can have Matt teaming up with Jessica Jones in their shows. Uh, Jessica Jones Season 2 is out, by the way, if people are somehow unaware. Uh, Rebecca's seen it. Uh, Carl hasn't even finished the first season yet, so... I'm, I'm sorry, but oh, I'm having the worst time. I'm Literally, I'm in the last episode, and i got to be honest with you. I had people tell me this was their favorite out of all the Marvel ones. I'm having so much trouble just getting through it. A lot of a lot Honest, of people think it's their favorite, yeah. I'm just having a lot of problems. Uh, I'm, as far as I'm concerned, this is like five episodes too long for the story. Yeah. So much happened in those first episodes, and then it's like it was like rapid fire for six episodes, and then it is dragging. Yeah. Dragging for the next seven just to get to a conclusion. Yeah, I've I've said before it's my least favorite Marvel show. Um, and, and her her power base is so back and forth through the whole series. It's just ridiculous. I she think, can punch Luke Cage across a room. Yeah, but uh, then gets taken down with guys with tasers. Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen most of Jessica Jones. Don't worry, Carl, you've already seen this, but uh, when. When there's that really interesting arc about how Kilgrave might be able to be sort of shaped into, you know, not a psycho because of the way his mind works. Remember with the house and the family and he defused the hostage situation? And then they're like, oh, we need the show to go for another five episodes. Let's have Jessica do the dumbest thing ever and lock him up and antagonize him in every way possible so he can escape and just go on a rampage that was so stupid to me i'm like okay even if jessica hates this guy and doesn't want to do it there's just so many smarter ways you can it just felt like the dumbest thing to me everything after he got locked up was just not interesting to me and she met him way too early as well so it already felt drawn out in my opinion and i didn't find jessica likable uh i know she's not really supposed to be that likable but i don't know i really i really liked alias I know, shocking, right, because it's Bendis. But I did really like Alias, because I love the detective style mm-hmm. of her comic, and they haven't, they didn't really do that with season one, and apparently they've done even less of that with season two, which was 
the main reason I would have watched season two is for the detective stuff, so, yeah. Uh, I, I know your pain, Carl, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, although, I, I did watch it a lot quicker than you, because I was bored, so... But, yeah. I feel bad ragging on the show, because yeah. uh, Rebecca really likes it, so she'd be able to... Uh-huh. Defend it. Pun not intended. I mean, she was here. there's some... There's some great... Again, having still not finished season one, I am literally ten minutes into the last episode. Um, but there was some great, fantastic parts. Yeah. In season one, you can't deny it that, but it's no. just like, but you're, you're dead on correct. Once she captures him, this drawn out thing where she's just trying to get evidence that he has a power to help this girl who's in prison. Mm. It's just like it. It just goes too far. So it it could have been shortened up or something. Anything. Yeah, anything. It could have been written better. Anything. And that was a really interesting avenue they were exploring as well. When mm-hmm. like they didn't have to have her decide to help him, but they still could have explored that conflict, and they just completely dropped it. And that was a conflict thing set up for most of the show, I think, as well as the fact that maybe this guy can be manipulated. But anyway, uh, I will say Kilgrave is my favourite Netflix villain. Because when he's on screen, <laughs> you just, you ju- you're just nervous because it's like, who is he going to kill next? <laughs> For like the stupidest reason. Um, so I was a big fan of David Tennant as Purple Man. I thought he was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, and su- supposedly... We will be seeing him in season two. I don't know if that means it's just going to be flashbacks, which it could be, or if he is again. Because I have not seen the end of season one, so I do yeah. not know his what happens to Kilgrave. Mm-hmm. I know what it is, but it's a pretty fresh release, so I won't spoil it, listeners. Uh, I can always tell you later, though, Carl, if you want. No, no. But continuing on with other tidbits. Yes. Uh, Rebecca posted yesterday on the Facebook page pictures of season two from Iron Fist. Nothing and exciting. Our... Sorry. <laughs> there, I, I, I'm not saying I'm very I'm very grateful to Rebecca for posting those. It's just they're not um, there's no like details or anything in them. Mm-mm. If you know what I mean. Yep, it just looks like once again, Danny's getting hurt. Ah, oh, so that definitely was him, yeah. Oh, you didn't actually click onto the link? I did, but, well, I don't know if it was just another guy with, like, a weird scruffy beard or not. I mean, I don't oh, know. Oh, that's him, that's him on the bottom. <sighs> <laughs> that sounds so wrong. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I I was more focused on the fact that he wasn't in any costume of any kind than the fact that he was getting hurt again, but you're right. So, yeah, there is... I do have some concerns I was talking about earlier for Iron Fist Season 2. I really don't want Mahan to be to be the bad guys again. I really... I want... Give us Crane Mother or Master Khan as, as like, a mastermind, because we already know Davos is probably going to be a bad guy, but give us Mother Crane or Master Khan. Give us a Kunlun-related... Villain. Although, I mean, the hand's related to Kunlun in the shows, but you know what I mean. Like, a villain from Iron Fist. The hand is just really lazy. And 
didn't work in Iron for Season 1 and didn't work in Defenders either. So, don't put them in. Fortunately, I think we're going to be stuck with the hand because they're still probably going to be using them in Daredevil also. And I think these stories still are going to connect on some level. I don't know if they'll use them in Daredevil, but... Yeah, since we have Madame Gao, and now rumoured to be Lady Gorgon in Iron Fist Season 2, not looking too good. <laughs> I really just want Iron Fist villains, you know? Like, I know we have Davos, but he's probably just going to be recruited into the Hand. It's like they're replacing the Crane Mother with the Hand, and that that irks me. Because the Crane Mother was, like, spooky... Yeah. But I guess we'll find out it's still like a year till we're going to get Iron for Season 2, so maybe we'll find out more in Luke Cage. I hope so. Or Daredevil Season 3. And also, with the, with the picture Finn recently posted, that I posted up on Facebook a couple days ago, it looks like Jessica Jones, because he's with Jessica Jones in that picture. Mm. Now the or Kristen Ritter, or so I will now call her finger toes. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. The uh, uh, so I have to wonder if she's guest because we all know he appears on the Luke Cage season two. So I have to wonder if Jessica Jones is going to make an appearance on Iron Fist season two. I guess that would be possible given their link with uh, Hogarth. Mm-hmm. So there, there is a link there. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was listening to some of the Iron Fist soundtrack today, and I'm just like, man, I am so excited for Iron Fist season two, but so far away. But <laughs> at least we're getting him in Luke Cage, so I'm very happy about that. Because otherwise, I don't know if I'd watch Luke Cage, but mm-hmm. Iron Fist is coming in it, so I'm definitely going to be watching that now. Uh, Hopefully, he's in it a bit, but yeah. And your favorite female will be in there too, probably. Maybe there'll be some more kitchen sex. <laughs> yeah, you have a dirty mind, you know that. I just know not to eat anything at her house because you don't know what's been on that flat surface. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. So, um, are we? <clears throat> yes. Is there anything else, or should let's yeah. jump right into this issue? This fantastic awesome. issue from 1974, Marvel 2 and 1 presents The Thing and The Iron Fist. And this is a very special issue because of the cover. Go on. Drawn by legendary Jack Kirby. Oh, really? I, very nice. I believe this is the only instance of him ever trying Iron Fist. Wow. Did not know that. Because uh, I didn't see it on the... Yeah, that's awesome. You own this issue, don't you? Uh, I don't want to tell you how many copies of this issue I have. <laughs> okay, I'll take that as a yes. So, I'm assuming... But I also have it slabbed. One. Wow. Nice. I mean... So I'm going to assume, like most people, The Thing is your favorite member of the Fantastic Four? No? Fantastic. The Thing is the only good member of the Fantastic Four. Hey, whoa, whoa. Hey, 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 hey. Let's 
What's the matter with you, huh? Reed Richards is great. He's fantastic. He got, he gets, I said he was fantastic. Uh-huh. Believe me, there was, there was no pun intended there. I'm definitely no pun intended. There. That was all pun. So, I did not intend that. It's just quite funny. Uh, but he has stretchy things, and I always really liked him. In fact, I, I'm on the record as liking the Fantastic Four. Just, so. just to go back to being perverse, he has oh. he has stretchy things. Yet it seems that Sue Sue Richards has cheated on him so many numerous times. <laughs> Either there was Namor. There's been implications even with Black Panther. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no wonder that marriage fell apart. <laughs> she was really bad in the Ultimate Universe. There's no one that, yeah, there's a reason he went crazy in the Ultimate Universe. Uh, mo- moving on though, let's let's yeah, I love the thing's my favorite member too, but I do really love Stretchy Pants. I love Stretch. He's great, and Doctor Doom, obviously. Doctor awesome Doctor Doom is awesome, and. As, uh, His fanboys are pretty obnoxious, though. On the other podcast that I just recently did, uh, Get Out the Room, uh, we were discussing Black Panther, and after that we were discussing where Marvel should go next, and a bunch of the guys would like to see a Doctor Doom movie, where Doctor Doom is actually the focus of the film. I would be down with that if Reed Richards was in it. Mm-hmm. And make him the actual villain. Well, the, yeah, the villain from Doctor Doom's point of view, because Doctor Doom, Doctor Doom is a jerk. People seem to forget that they put him on this pedestal now. Like, Man, he's so awesome. It's like, yeah, he's good, but he's still a bad guy. <laughs> he's still called Doctor Doom. There's no changing that. Should really change his name if he wants to. Anyway, enough about Doctor Doom. Let's get back to the issue. So yeah, awesome cover. I love it, and uh makes sense because, it, as Carl pointed out, it's drawn by Jack Kirby. It has Iron Fist and the Thing on a tightrope uh, between two cliffs, and there's like a lake of fire beneath them, and a bunch of smoke coming up from it, and they're both on each side fighting off these two warriors uh with scimitars, and it's just a great cover. Yeah? And it's it's called Between Fire and Death. It says that down at the bottom. Lots and lots of death. Yes. So we go to the first page. Are you not going to discuss uh, the interesting logo? For, oh, wow. Here we go. The logo change is striked again. <laughs> this is another reason that older comics are more interesting because there's always weird crap like this going on. <laughs> This, so I think yeah. this is the only time this logo for Iron Fist ever appears also, because it is weird. Yeah, so we have the iron with, like, the nuts and bolts, you know, kind of looking like girders. Yeah. But then the fist is just normal. Right. The fist part doesn't have any bolts or anything. And even the font so. is not the font that is usually used. Yes, it's not, no. And I think technically... This might be, because unfortunately I don't have the list up in front of me, um, and I'm having such major computer issues, I'm not going to look it up. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I think this is technically Iron Fist's like, like seventh appearance. This, no, this is, this is his eleventh appearance. Eleventh? Uh, 
Well, I know that uh, Marvel Premiere 25 came out the month before this. Remember the base, the baseball one? And he punches a hole with that robot's head. Yep. Uh, that came out before this, and that was his 10th issue. I'm not sure if he appeared in other things before Marvel Premiere 25, but... Yeah. So, as far as I know, it's his 11th appearance, but it might he might have been in, like, Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. He's probably been in Deadly Hands of Kung Fu before this, I'm guessing. He would have... Actually, he didn't pretty early, right? No, he doesn't show up in Deadly Hands of Kung Fu until uh, almost a halfway point. So is this the first time outside of his I think it is, own yeah. book? And uh, when did the team up happen with Spider Man? Oh God! Again, I don't have the list up in front of me. The list yeah. that's on the Facebook page from a while ago actually goes through. Um, them in order, because there's also his appearances in Defenders, which I think is like 63 to 67, even though he's yeah. literally a background character who is in like three or four panels per every one of those issues. So let's go Marvel Team Up, Volume 131. March 1975, and this is March 1977. Okay, so the Iron Fist and Spider-Man team-up was very early. Doesn't even make sense, does it? Because this is supposed, this is supposedly March 1977. What is? Uh, Marvel 2 and 1, uh, 25. I thought it was this issue. Oh, it's 74 for some reason. Or is that when the series started? I think that's when the series started. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, so this will probably be his 12th appearance then. Because, yeah, the Iron Fist and Spider-Man teamed up really early on, it seems. So... Yeah, because then, like, 30 issues later, Iron Fist teamed up with Spider-Man again, so that's a lot of issues. Uh... But either way, this is this is like fairly early on. This is before um, his first act. This yeah, this is before his first actual run. Just before his first actual run, uh, if we're not counting Marvel Premiere. So yeah, uh, so let's see. Marv Wolfman, always good, is the writer and editor of this. Ron Wilson does the pencils. Sam Granger does the is the inker. Of uh, Watanabe is the letterer. And Glennis Wine is the colorist. And as usual, there's multiple titles, because the title on this first page is A Tale of Two Countries. And we start off in a baseball stadium, and there's that guy with a hilarious face next to the Jewish guy. Do you see him? Yeah, that's that's actually a football stadium there. Yeah, I see. Well... Okay, whatever. Isn't that like soccer down by you or something? I don't know what the hell they call it. No. <laughs> it's, it's, no. it's football. Football's still football. No, soccer is, uh, okay, so, oh god. Okay, Mr. American. So they call soccer football, 
in mm-hmm. like Scotland and England. I don't know if they still do, but they used to. And here we generally call it soccer. Okay. That, like, gridiron or whatever, that is football. Just like AFL here is football. Uh, we call a lot of things football. So yeah, but that, that, that guy next to the Jewish guy, look at his face, he looks like he's terrified. <laughs> he's being, he's being assaulted off panel, you just can't see it. <laughs> or you just recognize that the, the, the concession vendor is a, a Hydra agent. Yeah, I was just about to say Hydra agents. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I don't know what Ben Grimm is eating there, but that, that is one disgusting looking hot dog. Yeah, the bread looks like it's moldy. And the hot dog looks like it's not cooked. So. That's, uh. Then again, would he even be able to, does he have taste buds? I'm not an expert on this. I, I don't know. I'm I don't, sure he, I'm sure he does. I mean, he doesn't even have ears and four, and four fingers, so. Who knows? If he doesn't have ears, how does he hear anything? I'm sure there's an explanation for that. Well, he's got holes in the side of his head where his ears oh. used to be. Okay, well, that would work. Um, so he's out with Alicia, who is his blind girlfriend, if I recall correctly. Right. Blind sculptor girlfriend. Yes. She... That's right. Uh, did she first appear in When Comes Galactus? I know she played a crucial role in that, because I love that story, but I'm not sure if that was her debut or if she was in it before that. I think she was in it before that. I don't know. Okay, well, you suck. So let's continue. Uh, Ben's wearing his... His frumpy hat and his overcoat. Which I love. I love that outfit. He's he's incognito. Yes. And if you look right past the upper right-hand corner of his head, you can see Dr. Octopus's arm. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that, that's what the black guy's staring back at in horror. <laughs> Holy shit, it's Doc Ock. There's, there's a <clears throat> Spider-Man crossover going, but they just were really subtle about it. So maybe you can think, like, maybe you can, in another Spider-Man, you can see, like, the back of things had at this uh, football game. And I'm sorry, but this, this page just bothers me because it's like the artist just Rod Wilson, the penciler, just finished like how to draw perspectives class because I don't know what the hell is going on with that red baseball hat. No. That's not even how it sits on a human's head. <laughs> I can't say I noticed, but um yeah, I have nothing to add to that statement. So so they're taking in this football game. Between the Jets and... I don't know, I just see Jets. <laughs> you see yeah. Jets banners. Uh, Jets isn't New York? Oh yeah, it's New York, but I don't know who they're playing against. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hydra. I don't know the... <laughs> AIM. Yeah. <laughs> the Jets versus AIM. <laughs> So, uh, and, uh, of course, Ben's asking, you know, thanks for coming, but are you really interested? Because obviously it's not like she can watch the game from the stands. And she just like basically says, no, 
here to learn. You enjoy this, so I should learn to enjoy it also. And you come to me with concerts and stuff, so it's fair trade. Women aren't actually like that, by the way. (laughs) Thought I'd point that out. (laughs) Send your hate mail to. That's, that's, that's one way of getting emails, Connor. <laughs> we gotta get them somehow. God damn. <laughs> Let's piss off any females so I can read those emails online. Oh, come on, that's easy to do. Put them <laughs> Got a court order going up against us right now, I think. I'm gonna be accused and of assault. On the, on the next page, we have what appears to be like a sniper scope or something, looking at the two of them. The hot dog has gotten even more disgusting looking. Your <laughs> tracking sensors are correct. Our target is there. Prepare the anesthesia ray. You know, I was looking at, because um, I was reading a bunch of, uh, I read the first four Doctor Strange appearances the other day. Okay. Um, and I read his origin story. He's awesome, by the way, but I'm sure you already knew that. And, like, all the covers were human torch covers, and he was fighting this dude called Asbestos, man. And I'm like, that is, that is the best villain ever. <laughs> he slowly gives you cancer. <laughs> that, that's better than, that's better I'm than inhaling the his dandruff. <laughs> <laughs> no, Asbestos. <laughs> Who came up with that? Who goes, look, at least, Okay, make a villain and give him, like, asbestos as a weapon, but calling him asbestos, man? Like, come on. That is just lazy. <laughs> He's always chafed. <laughs> no, so back to this issue, there's a blimp that's abducting the thing by shooting him with an anesthesia ray. Um, right, and, and you got to comment on the blimp, because the blimp is the honest-to-God Goodyear blimp. Yeah, and I don't even think they could pull that off without like a lawsuit or have the pay <laughs> rates nowadays. So they say prepare the anesthesia ray. Somebody else done. Are you positive it will work? I guarantee it. The thing will instantly be rendered unconscious. Then there is no need to wait any longer. Begin. I should say that like an invader Zim voice. <laughs> so they shoot him in the head with this. Ray and everyone's like, what the hell? <laughs> Although then the best part comes is like they shoot these two hooks down out of, cable hooks out of the blimp and it just hooks onto his coat. Yeah, the coat doesn't break or anything. And then they hoist him up hundreds of feet through the air. And Alicia... Well, is, Alicia's freaking out. Understandably. You know, yeah, because... She can't see what's going on. He's just ripped away from her. She can't even make it home. Yeah. Poor girl. Yeah, no, that actually really does suck. She probably has Reed's phone number, right? No, actually, no, not Reed. Johnny. She'd have Johnny's phone number, I'm sure. Yeah, because didn't Johnny cheat on her with... And with her. I don't know what's going on. Oh, man. That's messed up. That is messed up. You cheat on Ben... The guy has it hard enough as it is. <laughs> you don't need to, like... Oh, that's just terrible. I don't like Johnny anymore. Not that I really like Johnny anymore. <clears throat> and Ben just didn't even write that. <laughs> ben would should have clobbered the crap out of him. Like, so, uh, 
So they hoist him into the blimp, and we find a bunch of strange-looking characters all wearing Iron pant, iron Fist pants. That's how you know it's going to be an awesome crossover. Cause they actually, yeah, they, the they, they are all wearing his pants. Not, mm-hmm. Can't really see kung, the feet, though. And his kung fu slippers. You can't in the first panel where they show him being hoisted up through the floor. Yeah. They're wearing the green slippers instead of yellow. So they're giving out, these goons are giving out some exposition. Uh, basically, they're working for that, they're like from another country, and they've asked the thing to join up with them a few days ago and he refused, so now they're forcibly abducting him. Uh, as we don't really know what for yet, uh, there's a bit of arguing amongst them, like, you know, this isn't. This isn't really like right, just abducting him. Well, they know that they they say their queen has been stolen. Yes. Well, they <laughs> they don't say that she's been stolen. Uh, they just say we have to do what must be done for ourselves, for our country, for our. Oh wait, no, no, yeah. General Chonga has stolen the queen. Man, uh, I bungled that up. <laughs> Tried to make it simple explanation instead of two pages of dialogue and. I missed the most important thing. Yes, uh, they are distressed because their queen has been kidnapped by a General Chonga. And apparently they first asked... Name, yeah. First name, Chimmy. Wow. They, they've asked that they asked the thing for help, but he turned them down, so they're just abducting him now with their blimp and anesthesia, right? So. And then the thing slowly wakes up. Alicia, what hit me? My head feels like I stuck it into a blamed volcano. And then the picture of pictures. I actually took a screenshot of this and sent it to people because it was like the... This is, I mean... I can't... Yeah. People who who read it will know. If you see this picture, you will know that Danny never skips leg day. Oh yeah, he is... (laughs) He is the most muscle-bound captain I've ever seen. He well, is jacked like Captain America in a shot. And he doesn't look very happy either. Oh, no. Look how big he's his He's irritated. <laughs> By the way, we, we got some great ice cream current night first in this issue, guys. Just warning you. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know if it's quite at the level of before, but it's still pretty good. So, And anyway, it's Iron Fist, in case you hadn't figured it out. He's tied up. Well, he's not tied up, he's bolted up. Like, they've bolted... He's like... Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say crucified, but it almost is. He's he's splayed out an X sort of figure. And, yeah, he's telling the thing, you were hit by a knockout ray, uh, ray, and they've regained consciousness at the same time. And this is the first time they've met. Uh, Danny obviously knows the thing by reputation, because mm-hmm. who doesn't know the Fantastic Four? Right, they have uh, a huge building in the middle of the city that Iron Fist is in. You know, they're very public superheroes. <laughs> they have the same mailman. Uh, Iron Fist would never be able to get a Fantastic Four mailman. He's stuck with, like, uh, Nighthawk's mailman. Well, I mean, Nighthawk wasn't around yet. But... He's like, who in the blazes are you, Green? No, don't tell me. Seeing as how you're trussed up, so so as you can't use your hands and legs, I'm judging from that weirdo costume you're sporting. You gotta be one of those 
kung fu freaks you hear every about everywhere. <laughs> and then Danny just busts out. Pretty much using powers he's never had. He's not even using powers, he's just doing it. Right. <laughs> It's like, oh, by the way, I can all of a sudden bench pass 10, 10 Gs. Yeah, he, he like headbutts the beam behind him to break, and then he just clutches his Which is steel, by the way. He's yeah. all trussed up on steel beams. And then he does a power clap in front of him to bust out of the wrist bonds, and then a double karate chop between his legs to bust the leg bonds. I mean, if he's using his Chi, then it's not really out of his ballpark. It doesn't. It doesn't tell us he's using the Iron Fist, but he's done some pretty crazy stuff without lighting up. Now here's the funny part. Here's a human who can focus his chi, trussed up, immobile, and here's the thing who can lift a hundred tons, still just hanging by his coat. Well, he did just wake up, but he is telling Iron Fist to free him, which I find pretty funny. Mm-hmm. He's like, can you can you push that button? See if you can let me down. Oh yeah, I and can't do this one button on my coat. <laughs> that would make me fall out of it. <laughs> Iron Fist has introduced himself as Iron Fist's living weapon, by the way. Right. Which so, which he does. <laughs> yeah, guys, take the hint. It vultures. Yes, we've all made fun of him because every time he meets someone in the Netflix show, he introduces introduces himself as Iron Fist, the living weapon, or Blah, blah, blah. That was done repeatedly in the comics, and that is a shout-out, again, to all the old-school kung fu movies, to whatever the hero meets anyone, he introduces himself fully. So that's kind of what they were going for. Yeah, I mean, uh, as as we ranted about numerous times, a lot of the people who hate Iron Fist for specific reasons don't know what they're talking about. But they act like they know what they're talking about. You know what I mean? It's crazy. Like, I remember I was watching that, uh, Dead Evil and Iron Fist fight scene. Where Dead Evil essentially mm. kicks his ass, um, in Defenders. And the comment, one of the comments was, oh, it's just like the comics. Iron Fist only ever wins fight if he uses his Iron Fist. Dead Evil's always been a better fighter than Iron Fist. I'm like, just like the comics. What comics are you reading? Ones that don't exist? Daredevil has never, ever beaten Iron Fist in a fight in the comics. It's never happened. Never. They've had, no, they've had stalemates. They've had stalemates, sure. But Danny has always kept up with him without using the Iron Fist. Just, I hate, I hate poses, Carl. I hate them. You're gonna join the dark no. side. Now, has anyone ever technically beaten Shang-Chi? Well, you're the Shang-Chi expert, not me. I don't think it's happened. I think there's always been, like, they had to use, like, a knockout gas or a ray or something. I think martial art-wise, I don't think he's been beaten. Not even by his antagonists? No, I don't. Again, not with straight-up martial arts, I don't think so. I think some something else has always come into the equation. Like, you know, he's fighting this guy to a standstill and then somebody shows up and shoots him in the back or stuff like that. I mean, we know Danny's been beaten in martial arts fights in his comic, mm-hmm. right? I mean, not often, but because it's... But he usually comes back and then beats that person because, you know, plot progression. 
the hero gets uh-huh. beaten, then he comes back and beats all the other guys. But that is interesting about Shang Chi. I guess he's supposed to be the like his thing is the master of kung fu. So, like, not a master of kung fu, the master of kung fu. I right. still think Danny should be able to whoop his butt uh, back and forth across the room, though. So, I am biased, though. But Danny's also trained in a mystical city for the rest of his life and fought a dragon, which everyone seems to keep forgetting. So he pushes the magic button and the thing drops to the floor, and now he takes off that pesky coat. And the scarf. Maybe Reed Richards made him the coat, that's why it didn't rip. And he takes off his shoes, too. In fact, he just strips down to his underpants. Yeah, strips, strips down to his, his tidy blueies. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they discuss basically the same thing. That uh, why why are they here? And the thing wants to bust out, but Danny points out they're above the ocean. Sorry. Yeah, they're currently flying above the ocean, so they can't really just jump out. But then, suddenly, as they discuss that, the entire bottom of the Goodyear blimp separates itself, sprouts wings, and flies down to a small island. Yeah. And... And they discuss that Danny was also approached by the same group, and he also turned them down. Yeah. Yeah, so they've, they've both turned down this group, and now they've both been captured. So, and the thing's just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> He, the thing's coming out with all sorts of one-liners. Like, oh. you know, heck, the only clown I liked in last month's election was Howard the Duck, and even he was a quack. <laughs> and, and as they're just talking amongst themselves... I, will point out, the- I do mm-hmm. want to point out that um, the thing that they asked the Iron Fist is saying is that uh, they wanted Iron Fist to train their army for a war. And that's why Iron Fist turned them down. They didn't mention the Queen or anything, they just wanted him to train their army for a war. And, uh, that's the exact same reason they came to the Thing, and the Thing's like, I didn't want to get involved in politics, which is why. Yeah, you because know, he doesn't want to be in, like, an international incident. You know? Uh, they're not... Yeah, they're not there to fight countries' wars and stuff, so... That's why they turned them down. And as, yeah... The floor opens, and have a pretty long fall. <laughs> yes, very long. They're still like hundreds of feet up in the air, and the ship has now dropped them out the Bombay doors. And, I uh, do really like this art, by the way. I like the fact that in the last panel, Iron Fist becomes Wolverine. Uh, Do you see it? You see what I, I'm talking about? He's Wolverine. That's shadow is exactly same size. It's, yeah, he's <laughs> so Danny twists and grabs onto a rope, a vine, and pretty much lands perfectly. The thing just falls on everything. <laughs> yep, straight um, down like a rock. And is uh, the trees broke my fall, so I guess I'll survive. But what's next? And he's talking the whole I, way down as well about how he's like yeah. a lumpy pile of rocks. Uh, he's always complaining. In fact, yeah, if we don't 
you can just assume every piece of dialogue from the thing that we don't mention is him complaining about something. So, I mean, I'd be complaining too. You're at a baseball game, and then you get anesthesia raid, and now you're, like, dumped into a forest. It's not very nice. So now, uh, Danny... Um, yeah, the, the ship's talking to them. Uh, Attention, you were brought here to train our army. Fat chance, Bo- Bozo, I already turned you down. And Iron Fist says, let me speak. Thing, we have... Let him speak, we may learn something. And now on the top of the next page is more words on the top panels than appear in an entire Bendis comic book. <laughs> Bendis the writer? Hmm. Uh, you know, nobody writes what they used to anymore. I mean, I'm not even joking. Back in the day, in the 70s and whatnot, you pick up an issue of Shang-Chi, and it would take you like 45 minutes to read through that comic because every panel had like 100 freaking words in it. Now you can fire through a comic book in less than three minutes, and it costs you ten times the amount of money. And some say that the words are just there as filler, but mm-hmm. a lot of the time they're not. Take this issue, for instance. Most of the dialogue serves a purpose, and also establishes a lot of banter between our two heroes, because that's what we want, right? It's a team-up. We want to see them interact and constantly talk with each other and stuff. Uh, nothing seems wasted here. Even if it was, like, clumsy exposition, it's still... It just... It feels like it has so much more substance and effort. Like... They... They brought everything to be a trade now. A trade paperback. Uh-huh. Like, okay... We're gonna write one story that'll take place across six issues and we'll condense it into a trade. This is like... Oh, we're just gonna write one story. And put it into an issue. You know? So, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway. So, uh, as uh, I'm not even joking, there's probably 150 words on these top. Yeah, uh, the thing the page here. does say that Iron Fist sounds like Reed because he keeps talking. Even though the thing is the one doing most of the talking all of the time. Uh, mm-hmm. But I like this bit of dialogue. During the past weeks, we were forced to train our own armies because you two refused to aid. But now, Iron Fist, you are the greatest, greatest in bold martial artist of them all. There. Oh, it's official, then. Proof, official, official canon. Uh, 2-in-1, 25, uh, Iron Fist is the greatest martial artist in the universe. So, yep. This word, this word bubble will now be the front page of our Facebook page. Yeah. <laughs> in fact, I'll just stop the podcast and just leave this image. <laughs> Drop the mic, we're done. <laughs> See you. Send us mail. Please. <laughs> and Ben Grimm, you are an unstoppable monster. <laughs> Which sends him in tizzy. Yeah. He called me a monster. Bashful Benjamin Grimm, the ever-loving, blue-eyed, idol of millions. Me, a monster. Wait until I get my mitts on those mugs. I know this is unrelated, but I never watched the... Uh, newest Fantastic Four movie? Oh, don't. Don't? It's that bad? Don't. Okay, yeah. Noted. You will be be angry. If you are anything of a Fantastic Four fan, it will just make you angry. Um, I guess I'll point out, I really enjoyed the other 
two movies that came out in the 2000s. I really hated Doctor Doom and Invisible Woman, but I enjoyed everything else about them. Uh, is, does this have anything enjoyable? No. Okay. No. No. It's... I saw the thing doesn't I, have pants. Uh, I can't even... I can't even discuss it. I can't... It, it, no. Just don't. Just okay. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. I'll leave it. Let's put it this way. Sue doesn't even go with them, but she still gets the powers. Okay. Interesting. I know, I know Dr. Doom's supposed to be really bad in it. Uh, I'm just, yeah, I just know it's supposed to be bad. I know Dr. that I... Dr. Doom's not even Dr. Doom. I know I hated the, the guys they cast for Reed and, um, what's his name? What's his name? Ben Grimm, obviously. I didn't like Ben. Can't even remember who they cast for Human Torch. It wasn't Chris Evans. Chris Evans is a good Human Torch. Human Torch is the guy who just played, uh, The guy in Black Panther there. The villain in Black Panther. Wait, aren't that... Wait, how does that work? Because he's Sue's brother. Do- adopted. Oh, okay. He's adopted brother. Alright, well, it doesn't. I guess it doesn't matter. It's not like we're getting another movie, so... Alright, so Ben says, wait till I get my mitts on them, and Iron Fist says, you'll have your chance now, Grim. They're here. And he says, here, where? I don't see no one. And through the air comes a... Jadagna. Yeah, I don't know if that's the actual name for that or what, or if that's just something made up. But that weapon looks straight out of Jack Kirby's arsenal. Yeah. The way it's shaded, the way it's inked, everything screams Jack Kirby. So I gotta wonder, I have to wonder... If Jack Kirby still had his hand in some of these pages, other than just the cover. Do, uh, I mean, did he just draw that though? Like, did he draw anything else in this page though? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I definitely, I'm definitely gonna say he did not draw Danny. <laughs> I love, uh, we got some ice cream current action going on here. With oh, yeah. Danny. And whenever Connor says the ice cream cone action, he's referring to Iron Fist's collar. Enveloping his head. Yes. <laughs> Just slowly curving around. <laughs> and so this Jadagna slams into the tree in between them, and, and Iron Fist goes, Then who threw that move? I see it now, fancy fist. You don't have to tell me twice. Sheesh. They missed me with this Joe DiMaggio, whatchamacallit. Can't say much for their aim. It's a Dagna, an American Indian war club, I believe. And I don't believe they missed. I believe it was intended as a warning. You don't say, Greeny, where's the follow-up? Looks pretty high-tech for a war club. (laughs) So now we get some characters straight out of Conan. Moist down for some curtain. Coming from the trees, straight down with their swords. With Silver Serpent's logo. So now this is also what I don't understand. Death to the fools for our country, for our queen. Aren't these two supposed to be training their armies to get their queen back? Well, no, because they said no. So they're using them, like they just said, like, if if our guys can defeat you, then we're good to take on the general. 
They're using yeah. Iron Fist and the thing as a test. So I'll scroll because they said it when they were flying over. Um, uh, if our if our trained warriors can defeat you, Iron Fist, General Tronga's forces will be helpless against us. And uh, then they say about the thing, if we can stop you, Tronga will easily fall. So that, that's why they've dropped them there. So Sorry, I'm guys. Gonna... We're rusty at the old issues. <laughs> Yeah. Plus, there's so many words. Yeah, we're, it's we're, we're not used to this. We've been covering new issues for so long, we've become worse podcasters. So, now, I'm I'm going to believe that Danny is somehow using some form of his iron fist. Well, it looks like he is. Because there's some odd pink smoke trail coming from a few of his punches. Oh wait, no, sorry. I'm looking ahead and not reading. Could that be the poison coming off their weapons? I don't know. No, but that, that's coming from Danny. Not them. Well, needless to say, they vanquish these three fools rather quickly. Yes. And uh, then the thing says, I'm going to interrogate them, thing style. And meanwhile, we cut to a lovely two-page spread of um, the the bad guys, I guess. They're watching them. They're watching Iron Fist and the Thing on a TV screen with very oh. nice close-ups because, of course, they have access to that. Uh, and we have a figure in a chair going, your plan is not working, Prince Dragon. Your warriors were defeated too easily. How do you think they'll do it against General Chonga? It will work out, gracious one. It must. In that, you are correct. For the, the penalty for failure will be a most bloodthirsty war. I realise that, gracious one. I realise that, indeed. And then indeed. Cut across to the thing interrogating one of the goons. The temple. Go to the temple at the ridge of four hells. Four hells. Oh, and these guys are all supposed to be, like, Asian, by the way. I'll just point that out. Thank buckets, creep. Hey, look, he's looking at his daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> the thing has hung daredevil from a tree. Some very interesting shadows going on in these issues. Because <clears throat> if you're lying, come on, Greeny. you got us a little walking to do. So that last panel, are they, like, crocodiles? In a... Yes. Okay. And a hippo. Yeah. So they walk to this very nice eastern-looking temple. He's uh, Wolverine again. They trek across land and swamp in a long and arduous, fraught with... Their trek across land and swamp is long and arduous, fraught with danger and menace. But as they say, all good things must come to an end. So at long last... That's it, Grim. The temple at the ridge of four hells. Scurious looking Burger King I've ever seen. <laughs> and Iron Fist magically has a rope. And the thing continues to talk about how it is Burger King for some reason. <laughs> yes. So how are you going to get any customers from Yank it over in other volcanoes? I really like this page, the valley that is literally just volcanic craters. Like, it doesn't really make much sense, but I like it. No, it doesn't make any sense, but it looks good. Yeah. It's a nice spread. Have they so mentioned Fist, where they've gone yet? The actual place? I don't think so. 
Because I know what the... Because I, I made sure I looked up what the actual place was and stuff, but I... Yeah, I don't think they've actually mentioned where they've gone. Just tell us. Tell us. Uh, well, if it... I'll tell... I'll, I'm sure it'll come up. Okay, well, maybe not. You keep covering while I backtrack. Alright, so Iron Fist latches one end of a vine, which looks just like a rope, to one of the fallen trees... I latched onto this vine after a little fall from the jet, which makes sense because he was, when he fell through the trees, he was swinging from the vines, even though we never saw him pick it up and carry it with him, just in case for this emergency. And he throws it across and tight and hooks it to a limb on the other side where the Burger King is. And the thing says, it must have been a Boy Scout Green Eater always prepared. Okay. And so they make a tightrope and they begin sliding down the tightrope, unlike on the cover, how they're walking on it, this one they're more hanging on it. Whoa, 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 the thing on the cover didn't actually happen? Come I on. know, shocking. <laughs> uh, I hate to break it to you, but yes. So I backtracked, and while Danny was giving exposition about how they were asked by the army to help them out, he did mention the... The people chasing them came from Taiwan, an island off Manchuria, which has two warring countries. Now, Manchuria is an actual place. Uh, it's <clears throat> not just made up. It's a uh, it's first used in the 17th century by the Chinese to refer to a region in Northeast Asia, but uh, can also refer to like other things. Uh, yeah, it, it's like it's become a bit of a, lo- a looser term. I'm not an expert on it, but yeah, they didn't just pull that out of their bums, but they did, however, pull Kaiwan out of their bums. And I remember the first time I read this a few months ago, I was confused because I'm like, wait, is this the place? Are these the people that, because there's a talk of a queen and a princess, are these the people that were mixed up with Iron Fist? You know, he got mixed up with the princess in Kumbala Bay. All that stuff, but that's Halwan. So, it's completely different. That's why I was confused. And this, this nation, Kaiwan, like, this is literally the only issue they ever appear in. So, they're never used again. It's just this issue. Um, and I thought that was all pretty interesting. So. Yes. But, no, that was sarcasm, wasn't it, Carl? Yes. Ah. Just because you just because you like talking about dirty things, <laughs> dirty old man. What can I tell you? Yeah, you are dirty. Old. <clears throat> All right, let's keep going. So they they get the end to their rope, and uh, no one bothers them. Unlike the cover. Well, can we talk about a... how the rope is supporting the thing's weight? No, that's okay. to be ignored. Okay, but I do. There is this dialogue from here. Made of the same material as the coat. There, there is dialogue that I noted, obviously, and uh, they're, they're having a brief exchange, and the thing goes, Sheesh, can't you cling fooers take a joke? And then Iron Fist responds, Not when lives depend on it, Groom. The martial arts is more than simply fighting techniques. It's spiritual growth, as well as physical development. You must clear your mind of all extraneous matters and focus your energies on one clear force. Survival depends on mental discipline. So, Iron Fist is not Spider-Man. Okay? He's not making jokes here. I miss this Iron Fist, I do. That being said, in the new run, Iron Fist got a lot better. 
in the last few issues. Uh-huh. It's just that awful Shang-Chi team up, which we never thought it'd be awful, but it turned out to be awful, which is bizarre, but whatever. Um, <coughs> where he was just quipping all the time. And, yeah, Iron Fist works better when he's more stoic, where he makes dry observations. Just thought I'd get that off my chest. Well, it was worth pointing out, because this is this is a very different Danny to the one we've been covering for the past, what, year? Yep. Yeah. So, let's continue. Right. So, Danny and the Thing make it across the chasm of the Burger King temple. And they're <laughs> temple met with Burger a large King. oaken door, and the Thing says, let's huff and puff and blow it down. So, the Thing punches, and the Iron Fist kicks, and Karoom... The door comes down, and the thing makes the comment, nice footwork, you learn that step at Arthur Murray's, which is a famous dance studio in New York City. For those who do not know, oh, I think they knows we was coming. I bet they still didn't bake us a cake. And we see a shot that now not only are they wearing Iron Fist pants, but his shoes also. Iron Fist is very muscly in the back. Yes. And on the next page, we have the most muscular back shot that could possibly be drawn of Iron Fist. Don't say that. You'll summon Rob Liefeld. Yes, but he has hands and ankles, so or wrists and ankles, so it can't be a Rob Liefeld picture. Okay, good point. And now we meet the baddies that they're about to face, because there's three of them. And Iron Fist apparently is summoning the Iron Fist in both of his hands. We have Sakari, the blind swordsman, is the first to step forward. Iron Fist lashes out, but the warrior's sensitive hearing warns him moments before impact. Sword still in hand, Sakari rises quickly and swings his blazing sword with eye-blurring speed. And Iron Fist does the weirdest jump <laughs> ever imaginable. Kunlun jump. Jump sword of a thousand. Hands, Kari rises quickly and swinging his blazing sword with eye-blurring speed. Again, I don't know why they repeated basically the same thing, but it is repeated. <laughs> <laughs> but to no avail. Is that all? After his silly jump, he does a triple flip yep. over to somebody completely different. Karate chops him. Check out this guy here. Now it is time. You're not even ready for this, guys. It is time for Mongo the Merciless. And he he has a pretty big chin, and like his neck muscles look like Kurt Angle. Actually, Kurt Angle doesn't have a neck, so... Uh, this guy's awesome, though. I just love the name Mongo the Merciless. If I was riding Iron Fist, I would bring this guy back. Oh, all these guys need to come back. Good point, actually. They're all pretty cool. No man can stop Mongo as he's going toe-to-toe with the thing and actually manages to knock the thing down with a shot to the chin. Whoa, I didn't see that. Now, monster, you're ready for your final, the final thrust. And meanwhile, Danny blocks the blind swordsman's sword with his iron fist. Well, his, his arm, which he has turned like unto a thing of iron. When was the last time we heard that? Do they they don't say that anymore in the new issues, do they? No. Damn. That went away, unfortunately. Onto a thing of iron is no longer a thing, apparently. Oh. Lots of thing mentions here. So anyways, this thing. The final thrust by Opportunia. 
If anyone gets a last clobber, Baldy, it's the ever-loving thing. And then we have a guy with a interesting dragon-esque mask covering his eyes. Cease! Let the battling end. This has all been a terrible mistake. Easy for you to say, bastards. We always mopped up the place with you. So, yeah, they were on the winning end. Uh, yes. Please just listen to me. Learn the reasons for our actions. You see, our country has been at war with our neighbour for centuries, and now we have finally arranged peace between our lands. Obviously, the thing is confused at this, but it turns out that their highest general rebelled at the idea. He didn't like the idea of the war ending. He wanted the war, so he kidnapped uh, their queen, because the queen was part of the peace treaty, married the emperor of the other nation. Like that's how they were going to be recovered in 24 hours. Our two countries will be plunged into a final desperate war, which will destroy us both. Changa took our army with him. We have no one but a mere handful of warriors. We had to recruit you, but you turned us down, and we resorted to kidnapping you. Sheesh! Why didn't you say this in the first place? We'd have been glad to help you if we knew why. And let's be honest, they would have brought people more people with them would be the entire fantastic war the real thing <laughs> is look at iron fist in this panel yeah well look at look That's at his happy. look at his colors going like above his head and <laughs> like <laughs> and he has but he has such a serious look on his face. He has a stupid collar. <laughs> There's eyebrows like that on a human being, and you're still talking about the collar. Yeah, I'm talking about the collar. It's crazy. <laughs> it, it's just funny, because he, he just has such a serious look on his face. And if if we go back to... I won't make you go back, but uh, when Thing takes out the throwing... Thing out of the tree when they're attacking the forest. I'm just mouth is huge. Oh yeah, um, cheekbone to jawline to jawline. Yeah, you're right. No one has eyebrows. Maybe he grooms the eyebrows. Uh, but uh, they said they didn't tell them because if word leaked out, they feared that Chonga would kill the queen. So the thing says, "What are you waiting for? Lead us to Chop Suey." So they go to the. To one of the craters. It's a giant crater. And his army's camped to the bottom of the crater. So it's a lot like the ending to You Only Live Twice. And the. Gonna jump. Yeah, they pretty much just jump down with parachutes. With parachutes. Uh, which supports the thing's weight. It might support the thing's weight, actually. I'm not a physics expert. Anyway, fighting. And yes. these guys look like they're they hurry up because they don't want to blow their surprise. And Iron Fist says, "Well, that looks like that's too late, Dream." He's like, "What do you mean?" And then they come running at him. It's General Chonga leading his troops, and again, straight out of Conan. Yeah. Things like these are the guys you scared of, and he just punches them away. Um, so these featherweights couldn't even take Laverne and Shirley. And again, we have Iron Fist moves with the speed and agility taught him in the ancient mystic city of Kunlun. And even these unbeatable warriors fall before the power, which makes him the most finely honed martial arts master in the world. 
What was that you just said, Connor? Well, apparently, Iron Fist is the most finely honed martial arts master in the world. Most is actually emboldened here as well, to add emphasis to the statement. So, that's just more evidence. This issue is just filled with gems. Yes, exactly. This is... I've got to update all the wikis on Iron Fist and every other martial arts (laughs) character. Specific page numbers for these issues. Especially for every... For every other Iron Fist character, especially uh, gonna be in there, except for Iron Fist, he's <laughs> gonna have that on copy and paste. He is an expert martial artist. Click except for Iron Fist, <laughs> paste. <laughs> especially, <laughs> especially on Captain America, Wolverine, and Black Panther's pages. Especially, and Shang Chi, obviously. So. Uh, yeah, Iron, Iron Fist has got both of his hands, and they look like they're both lit up, and he's just clobbering this guy on the head, which is pretty funny. He's, like, doing a jump, and just smashing this guy's skull with his two fists. And, uh, then Mongo the Merciless and the Blind Swordsman are both fighting alongside them, and taking out troops as well. Yep, for their queen. And then... And, no, you fools will not defeat my army, not while General Chonga lives. Not while he holds the unshatterable Okamayari, the Death Axe. Death Swung. Axe. See, upswings it, sending Iron Fist, Mongo, and the Blind Swordsman flying. And then the thing just punches him. Go pick your team. Line. Yeah. Meatball. Go so pick your team for that meatball. Double hand slam down on the guy, which should I'm kill guessing, him. Well, yeah. Well, well, one look at the size of the dude. Yeah, he is monstrous. But yeah, that I I don't know if these guys are supposed to have superpowers oh, or no. abilities or what. There's no way they're supposed to have superpowers. Uh, so yeah, you understand Uggams, and so General Kong is just face planted on the ground and then the queen comes out we have a very interesting plot twist it turns out that the queen and the prince are lovers and the thing is scratching his head I thought we was rescuing the queen for some guy from the other country and now you two are smooching like you was lovebirds in heat we are in love my friend and we were to be married but then the gracious one demanded my love's hand in turn for peace. Since I am queen of all our people, I had to sacrifice my own happiness for them. I could not allow more war and suffering. So we skip to the guy in the chair who turns out to be uh, the emperor of the other nation. Looking very much like looking very much like Fu Manchu from Shang Chi comics. Conspiracy and. Uh, the, the princess goes up to him, and then in the next panel, again, I urge you to look at Iron Fist, because his colors... Stop it. It's changed it's, shape. It's it's growing. It's, it's gone, taller now. It's gone like concave. It's growing inward and sprouting out like a weird flower. It's beautiful, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Seriously, I could just... I think I took, like... Three or four pictures while I was reading this issue because it's ridiculous. Uh, 
You could actually do a progression from page one to page 31. <laughs> <laughs> Just on the collar. It's the symbiote theory, which turned out to be yep. true, which is insane. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, and the queen's gone up to the emperor and the thing is whispering, you mean that old geezer's going to be... Oh, he's a very old man, by the way. Going to be her one and only. She should talk about sacrifice. And then the prince says, my friend... Sometimes we all must make sacrifices, even if that sacrifice must be the fragile emotion called love. Next issue, yeah. Nick Fury. You're, you're not going to comment that they're standing in a, a giant heart, really. A bit odd, honestly. The collar has, collar has blinded you so much, you can't even see that cheese ball holding hands, giant heart in the background, and they're standing in it. It's weird how the heart's there, considering that they're, like, marrying off the chick to an old man, but... Yeah, we did so. <laughs> anyway, that's the only appearance of the nation of Kaiwan in Marvel Comics. Uh, right. Let's hope Until that we spam the next writer with information. Yeah, let's hope that Monger the Merciless makes a return. Now, let me ask you this: Wouldn't it be fantastic with the information that was leaked? Fantastic, eh? about the symbiote costume for Iron Fist that Venom tries to get onto Iron Fist because I don't actually think that's technically ever happened. If they had Venom, like, try and get onto Iron Fist, that'd be pretty cool. Right. And then it then it's revealed that his suit is a symbiote because the suit itself fights with Venom. I'd be totally okay with that. <laughs> as long as it doesn't boost... Or augment him in any way, because that means all his victories are kind of cheap. But as long as it just, yeah, provides an explanation for his suit coming apart. And it being a symbiote would be awesome. We could do so much with it. Or we could just have the symbiote go on Iron Fist. I mean, come on, you read a series about Venom Iron Fist, right? Yeah, that'd be cool. But, uh, I love this issue. I don't know, it's, a, it's, it's a great old school issue. Um, the banter back and forth between mm-hmm. the thing and Danny is great. Yep. Uh, Danny is not the character he is now, which is almost sad. But I almost have to wonder if that was done on purpose because in this issue, Danny is actually more Shang-Chi than Danny, with what he says and how he acts and how he talks. This is very early Shang-Chi-esque also. This is this is very early Iron Fist 2, as in, like, the first three or four issues, Iron Fist did act like this. Mm-hmm. So, it's not out of thing for Danny either. I mean, even by this point in his own series, he did start to become a bit less of a weird robot person, but I think this is pretty in line with uh, who Danny was at the start of his run. That being said, I, as I said, I haven't read much Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi. Um, I've read a bit, but... Oh, and I do have a bit of bad news for the Iron Fist fans out there also. Um, I know I sent you some information on the, po- the possibility of this in some text, but it looks like it's 100% true. Um, the epic collection of Iron Fist is no longer available. It is officially out of print. You cannot order it from anyone 
and it is going, unfortunately. This $35 trade paperback soft cover is now going for 60 to $90 on eBay. So, th- just to clarify, so, this is the... If you even... Th- collection full color his first runs so Marvel Premiere yes. and the John Byrne Chris Claremont that is a damn shame yes and I think it's got the two Spider-Man team ups in it I'm not sure about the solo team up with him and Spider-Man earlier but the one with uh, that was it, continuing the storyline I think that's in it too it has the one with Davos but not the one with weird backwards man right I don't think that's in it but yeah, that's it's a whole lot of issues in full color. It looks fantastic, <laughs> and unfortunately, it is gone. <sighs> um, so if if you can find it somehow on a shelf in one of your local shops or bookstores, get it. Take the take the thirty five dollar bite because that's the only way you're going to get it. Uh, unfortunately, and I do not know why we still do not have an actual. Iron Fist Omnibus. You would think that would be on the Pike since he's got a Netflix show now and everything, but it still it still has not been announced. There's no word. I don't know if it's coming. I don't see why it wouldn't be, but I would think all of those issues would also be in it, and that would be in hardcover, of course, because it's an omnibus with better paper. But I guarantee also it would be at least seventy-five to a hundred dollars for that on the bus instead of thirty-five. That's what bugs me is they always release like the essentials and then the epic collections to make it all cheaper, but then they go out of print so quickly it just ends up being super expensive again. It actually wasn't quickly. I think it's been out for over five years. Really? Yeah. Huh. I did not know that. I thought epic collections are more recent than that, but. Well, they're, they're still coming out with them, yes. I mean, but speaking of Epic Collection, I believe the Power Man and Iron, Iron Fist Epic Collection Volume 1 is also now out of print. Does Volume 3 come out for that yet? No. Really? Because I read through 1 and 2, but I wanted to wait till 3 came out to like continue rereading. But mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a damn shame. So yeah, guys, pick that up. Hopefully with Iron for Season 2 coming out next year, they either print more or release another collection of some kind, maybe an omnibus. It's better than nothing. Um, I'm I'm almost wondering if they're doing this because they plan on releasing the omnibus, because why on earth would you buy a $100 hardcover if you could get the same story for $35? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. So I... I honestly have to wonder if that's why. Which, in that case, that means when Omnibus 1 comes out, Omnibus 2 will probably be somewhere behind it, possibly. But actually, no, they probably wouldn't do that because they'd probably keep it Power Man and Iron Fist then. Mm. And that's also, with us just losing that Volume 1, that could be two Omnibuses I'm going to be needing to buy soon. Yeah... Well, we'll wait and see, but don't worry, we will keep you updated. Um, as usual with these older books, uh, you can pick up this issue. Unfortunately, there's no epic collection or anything for 2-in-1. Uh, what I could find was there's uh, the Essentials. So this would be in Volume 1 of the 2-in-1 Essentials. 
Uh, there's Marvel's Greatest Super Battles trade paperback. Uh, actually, no, that doesn't include this issue at all. In fact, yeah, the only the only one that I can see that includes the issue is the first essential volume, and I think there's the Marvel Masterworks as well, but that'll also cost you your leg. So, better off trying to get a single and, issue. And the issue itself is not does not go for that much money. You can pick it up in decent shape. Yeah. Uh, for like five bucks, at least in America. The, um, and, and also just to say that Iron Fist does appear again in two and one with Power Man where they battle Arcade, the X-Men villain. <clears throat> and we will be covering that much later, whether Connor likes it or not. I'm sure I'll like it. <laughs> I liked this issue. This issue was great. I really enjoyed it. Um, but until then, keep your fists onto a thing of iron and join us again later. Yes, Peace. and email me your hate mail. <laughs> yes, Peace. An email. Any message would be nice. Let us know you're out there. Yes. And, and not just a number count that we can see that, oh, so many people listened. We want your feedback, honestly. Yeah, no, we, we want to discuss things with our listeners, and as you will call me a filthy misogynist, and a hateful Australian. Like, even that would be discussion. Or we can discuss, like, you know, Iron Fist. Just email, hey, as a, email us about Ghost Rider. Hmm? We'll be talking about Ghost Rider. Your favorite Iron Fist collar moment. Yeah. Send us send us your favorite collar moment. With a, with a picture. And so we can post it on Facebook. Yeah. There'll be no reward because they're all too poor. But you will have our <laughs> eternal gratitude. Yes. Also, apologies if this episode was rusty. It, we had to get used to the heaps of dialogue actually giving important information. So we and, and also sadly, with, on my end, there has been a ton of technical issues. So we actually had to stop and restart this one like three separate times. So yeah, we've we been were... at this for three hours at this point. <laughs> <laughs> But, but thanks for sticking in there with us. You know, really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. It's been a pleasure. And Adios. See you. Ta-ta. Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sonsofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, anything you want, really. It doesn't even have to be related to Iron Fist. If you don't want it read on the air, though, make sure you mention that. You can also find us on Facebook, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter, at Iron Fist Podcast. Our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash Sons of the Dragon, uh, hyphens where the spaces are. Our YouTube, Connor Carl. Just search Iron Fist Podcast and you'll find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the literature section. And last but not least, head over to our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast.wordpress.com. That's where I put all the show notes. And I would like to thank Thomas Tissot for letting us use his Iron Fist theme song for the start of our show. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening.